Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode with interns at dogman.com. That is Luke Munger, the pride of Tucson, and I'm Jack McCauley. When we got another position groups back with you guys today, we'll be talking about the defensive line here. Uh, so both the defensive tackles and the edges. But before we get into that, Mr. Luke Munger, it's Thursday here. How, how's the week shaping up for you so far? You know, it's pretty good. That did fly back up to Seattle and then drove down to Portland tonight. I have a wedding here this weekend. So um, getting it up before football season. I like it. Yeah, dude, absolutely. No fall weddings for this guy. <laughs> no. yourself. How's your week been Jack? It's been solid. It's been a busy work week. I had to go. Um, so I live in Seattle and I, I, I work hybrid from home um, in our headquarters offices in Bellevue. And um, the traffic today was just no bueno. Uh, getting getting to work I got up I'm I got up around like 6 30 or so wanted to get in around eight and I didn't realize that hustle out because it was like an hour and something to get there so was not was was not the best drive was not the best drive but did get a li- listen to a little bit of the cover three podcast um so I'm sure a lot yeah. of the listeners That's in, net- in network shout out there CBS yeah. in network shout out yeah if you, you might me and Luke like the joke too I guess before you, the how many games you're gonna win this fall? That's that's just a uh, you, you know you're getting Absolute to football season. You know you're get you, you know you're near uh, football season when you hear that. I love that dude. Yep, Chip Patterson always knows how to set the mood. Right, right, all right. But let's get into it right now. Uh, defensive line. Uh, this is a very experienced group. We'll we'll start with the defensive tackles um, here first, uh, just to kind of give a rundown of guys. MJ Ale. And Tuli Latuli Nasanoa, obviously a figure to be anchoring in the middle. Both very experienced seniors, even though uh, MJ Ale just moved over to the defensive side of the line uh, last season. Then behind them, you figure to have Fatui Tuitele and Jacob Bandist, another guys who are uh, they're, they're they're technically seniors as well. They're they're listed obviously as juniors because of COVID and red shirts and whatnot, but they've been around the program for. Uh, sometime then the third string, you're looking to have the two Parker brothers, Javon and Armand Parker. And then behind them, you probably have walk-on defensive lineman Bradley McGannick, McGannon, the product from Yelm. But that's your about what? That's your three deeps in, in, in some change right there. Luke, uh, we'll start off with the two starters, of course. Um, Tui Latuli Nasanoa, um, been in the program for a while. What do you got to say about him? Yeah, Tuli, like you said, he's been in the program for a long time and really has get, kind of been the staple of the defensive line over the past few years. Um, very steady presence at the point of attack for the Huskies. It's interesting to see that he's shed, it looks like maybe 10, 15 pounds uh, since last season. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. 10 last year, I feel like. Yeah, now he's down to 292. So it'll be interesting to see, especially uh, with maybe what they're expecting to get from MJ Ale this year. We, we can talk about later 
if him dropping some weight is something they're maybe trying to get maybe a little more quickness or penetration ability out of him. But overall, he's been a dependable player in the front seven for the Huskies. And he's a guy you can hang your hat on giving you like probably honorable mention to second team-ish level production, which uh, is awesome. I think he, he's a he's a good piece for this defense. Yeah, of course. I don't. I can't think. I don't think we can uh, overstate how important enough it was for him to come back uh, for this team. Not only conference championship hopes, but if they want to make a New Year Six uh, CFP push as well, the the you know having retaining Thule is absolutely massive. He's not one of those guys who's just going to pop out every play or honestly every other play or whatnot. But it just seems like. He's always around the ball, always making always making the right play and always at the right spot. And I think for a team, too, that was often very inconsistent on, a, on the defensive side of the ball last year, bringing back a guy who not only has leaderships but um, proven consistency in this production is more, is more than massive, especially if you want some other guys to take a step forward. doesn't put the weight on a guy like uh, on Fatui Tutele, a guy like him or Jacob Bandis' shoulder to make sure they have to be the guy they can step up and do have production with uh, nothing added. I think Thule is one of the standout D- DTs in the Pac-12 and certainly one of the most important players on this roster. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, I, mean, I think uh... – He's just an absolute staple. And then moving to someone that you're going to have next to him, MJ Ole, he's a guy, like you mentioned, that moved to the other side of the ball from offensive line to defensive line last year. He's a guy who's had a big body transformation. He's listed at 327 on Go Huskies. But I think uh, Kim said that in an interview, he said he's about 317 down from probably like the 345, 350 range he was prior. He probably hasn't been that weight since, oh gosh, I'm I'm assuming like sophomore, junior year of high school. (laughs) Which is wild to think about. And the thing about MJ Ale too is he moves he already moved very well mm-hmm. being such a large size. But when you look at him now, even Coach DeBoer hinted at this too during some of his pressers after practices. He he was just saying some of the things he's doing this year are absolutely bananas and we didn't see once last year. And it's not like he was some throwaway guy last year. He was a great production piece on that defensive line and some of the stuff that, you know, you, I've been to a, pra- I've been lucky to pr- attend a practice and he's one of those guys that he, you're just like, who is this guy? Like he's not the same guy I saw mm-hmm. three years ago, you know, for so, sure. Critical. And I think too, you know, having there, the, the, the conferences that we ever, like everybody knows is so incredibly deep, both in the running back and quarterback position. And I think being able to plug those holes um, and also just, keep quarterbacks in line, you know, being able to keep them in the pocket. I think is he's a guy who's going to be huge at that. He's just going to suffocate the middle with space. And I think his quickness too uh, is really going to help. And you, I think we're going to see him in the backfield uh, at least a handful, couple times more this year than last year. I think if he can stay on the field too, I know some injury problems, not necessarily super long injury problems, but nagging stuff um, in the past. I think it being able to take care of that is yeah. pretty well. Certainly. Well, not only just staying on the field, but I think like one thing that really stands out about him dropping weight to me, I I went and looked, I I should have had it pulled up for this, but on PFF, I think he had two games where he played more than 20 snaps and then one game where he played more than 30 snaps last year. And then the rest of the games are kind of in that 10 to 15 snap range. Him dropping 25, 30 pounds, I think could be the difference of another 15, 20 snaps of him 
at actually staying in the game and staying not only on the field in terms of not missing games, but being able to, I guess, be in on all three downs, like last route drives and just get more turns out there, which will obviously lead to more production. Yeah. And I, that too, not even maintaining consistent production, but I think kind of just as you hinted there too, I think you're going to see a couple more explosive plays a game and, you know, being able to have like two to three of those from a guy like him per game is going to be something that could end a drive, stop a drive, or you know, put them back second, third, first, and long, whatever. It's just going to help take the show, take the weight off some of the other defensive uh, guys, specifically in the secondary. As you know, we'll speak on this in another episode. Was obviously one of the you know lack lacking points of of this team uh, this last season. Yeah, absolutely. And now moving to the kind of second teamers, like you mentioned, another group of guys who have been with the team for quite some time couple of highly touted, I, I believe, uh, top 100 recruits by yeah. 27 in Fatui Tuatele and Jacob Bandis. Uh, maybe we'll start with Jacob Bandis. Jack, tell Husky Nation a little bit about what we can expect from the fourth-year junior. Yeah, um, I actually have been communicating with Jacob a little bit lately, um, just kind of talking to him about on the on the private side too. Um, we've had a couple classes together at college, so – uh, we'll keep in touch every now and then. But the way he kind of talks about it, too, is just like, dude, I've completely reshaped my body. And also, you know, just being able to know, you know, the shift in defense, I think, was a little bit of a struggle for him um, in transitioning. I think he was a little slower on that. And so now he, he's 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 even said, I got the playbook now in the back of my hand. My confidence is up. I'm stronger and I'm faster than I've ever been before. It's one of those seasons where I feel like it's an inevitably a breakout you know, it's kind of, you know, he's all the talent in the world. Kind of, as you said, was a top 100 recruit out of high school, had offers from everywhere. Washington beat out blue bloods like Clemson and Alabama for him. And I think this is one of those years where he he really puts everything together and is is an awesome piece. And, it's, and also, too, if you look in defensive lines, having kind of, as you said, too, where defensive linemen have to take some of those snaps off, if you have – a solid and elite, like what could be an elite too deep for Washington. This is going to help this team out so much with just being able to play at the pace they want to, because they want to be aggressive. And if you want to be aggressive, you got to be able to have energy and stamina. And so being able to have guys who can play aggressive are talented, can be explosive and, um, you know, feel rested is, is massive. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on him too, just because he's a guy who's, you know, jumped out here and there and he's had super high expectations as well yeah i think like you said the biggest thing obviously having not been able to witness practice myself um is just hearing it sounds like kind of the confidence level that he's playing at this year i I think he's a guy physically who's flashed at six three around 310 pounds he's got a nice combination of length and strength um so i i think him kind of stepping into his own with a number of years now, kind of not only under his belt at the University of Washington, but a second year in a new defense. I think he's a candidate to emerge. And I, I think having him kind of juxtaposed or teamed up with a classmate of his, someone who's in a similar boat, Fatui to a Tele, I think they're kind of a pair or a tandem that can feed off each other and have the opportunity it's kind of an interesting way. Like they'll get a ton of playing time, but right now it looks like they likely won't be at least on the stat sheet starters. Um, so they kind of have that opportunity to come in with the second line and be tasked with not letting the production level drop. 
Um, so then with that in mind, also Fatui Tuatele, similar body type, 6'3", 317. What have you heard and seen from Fatui Tuatele? Yeah, this- I, think, I think the biggest thing this offseason with Fatui is the strength that he's gained. Uh, Coach Mack has even kind of talked about it with some others and some other coaches as well, including himself, that, you know, the weight room has never really been his kind of his forte and specifically bench press, you know, arms, chest, that strength has never really been there. And I don't know the exact number, but I believe he improved on that number in this offseason around like close to 100 pounds, if not more, mm. um, on his bench press. And so he's always been extremely technical. He's been great with his hands. So imagine adding, you know, you're, you're almost doubling in strength. It feels mm-hmm. like like him based off what he said. And you already have a great technique. And that imagine what that does to your confidence, too. Mm-hmm. The whole room as well, being able to feed off that, where you see a guy like Bandis, a guy like Ollie drop weight and being able to move quick while maintaining that strength. And the same thing with, with uh, Fatui, where you're already producing pretty well, but now at the same token, you got some more confidence and you got a lot stronger. That does wonders for a room. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Expectations-wise from the outside, I feel like, just based on everything we've heard and that has been discussed around specifically these four guys, how much of a jump do you expect them to make? Because when I look at it personally, I expect a massive jump and I see a position group that could be one of the deepest and best on the team. Yeah, no, I think... The thing that I like about it, and we, we can get also then to to the people who round out this group, but I, I feel that with Tuli Latulinas Noah, you have kind of your stalwart. MJ Ale is a guy who's flashing quite a bit this fall, or this fall, and then you have Bandis into a Tele who came in highly touted, and I, I think between the four of those, you're likely to get maybe two or three that really jump out and take a substantial step forward. And then you add the like the Parker brothers into the mix. And I, I just think by depth and upside, there's a combination that allows for maybe three or four guys deep here that would make Washington, I would say at least in the top half of this group. Yeah. It, it, at least the top, top half in the conference that is. I in, think so. like, I guess interior defensive line. I think it could be one of the best in the conference too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, and it's one of those things too, where it's like they haven't necessarily performed, but the talent's clearly there. And mm-hmm. I feel like the offseason adjustments that were made are, are there as well. Yeah. And I feel like those are both cause and could be correlation almost to growth. You know, I, I just feel like those things happen every year at some position groups. And I feel like this is one of those where I feel like it's going to happen just based off Certainly. of what I've 
seen whatnot. And then when you kind of look at the Parker brothers, I think injury, though, I guess, too, is one thing that you can't lose any of those four, one of those four mm-hmm. for an extended period of time. You know, obviously they'll be dinged and, you know, it's, something's bound to happen. Um, you know, some of them haven't had the best injury luck, but I think you just can't lose any for an extended period of time. But now going to the Parker brothers, obviously twins from the Detroit area who were seriously, I don't know how these guys, <laughs> like just looking at them too, you're, you're whole, they're carved out of the, out of a mountain. I'm like five eleven, a, a buck seventy, and there's like th- you know three of me couldn't even stand in front of one of them. You know, <laughs> they're huge. Um, but with that, you know, I guess it's how how important I guess too from a from a learning and teaching perspective. Do you feel like that the leadership of guys like MJ Ale and Thule could impact a big season for these these two um, going into I guess one true sophomore, one redshirt freshman season. Yeah, you know, I, I think obviously it's huge just in terms of, I think, just the rhythm, right, of kind of day to day. I mean, obviously, Javon Parker ended up playing in eight games, but Armand Parker has yet to play a collegiate game. So obviously he's had practice and things like that. But I think just adding kind of the next step in his career of getting regular playing time and going through then the other motions of school yeah. and things like that. Um, and, and then, uh, yeah, no, and I think the the Parker brothers, like you said, it's it's hard to see how the two of them were missed by not only some of the Big Ten schools in that area, but by some of the like Max schools as well, right? Yeah. Like, I think that'd be a good pickup. They were almost completely unrecruited, um, but I think it'll be interesting to see. I know it sounds like Armand Parker has been flashing quite a bit. Javon has been a little dinged up, um, yeah. but like Javon is a guy who was a regular contributor in the Husky defensive line last year and held his own and had a solid game against Arizona state when Tule was really available. Um, and it feels like at the very least you have a few people in your three deeps that in a moment's notice can step in and give you adequate PAC 12 level production right now. Um, in just their second year of college, which is awesome. Yeah. That, that I think their potential too, they have a lot of great attributes, obviously, kind of hinted at their strength their strength is i think they're these are guys that could be extremely serviceable especially like in a short yarded situation mm-hmm. you know you are absolute monsters they they plug holes and they're big strong and i think if you're able to get those two in you know i i think they're i think they're serviceable especially if one of those guys goes down i like the depth pieces that they yeah. are and i like to see them improve also i think Having guys like them, where I think they'll be able to provide production while keeping a redshirt on a guy like Alinius Davis, you know, sure. learn and such. Um, I won't sure. get too into Alinius as much, but obviously was you know well recruited. Big Ten had had a his name, you know, had had offers all over from Minnesota. Um, was a good pull from the Midwest, and he's going to be a guy. I think Husky fans in the future won't get into him too much, obviously, but just a great run stuffer. I see him kind of like a Greg Gaines. Just he looks like a tree trunk. When I, you know, when you look at him, he's just like his legs and his lower half is just gigantic. Um, he, he might be the UW dumper. I'm just like the guy <laughs> could stop. A, the guy could stop a just a Mack truck from moving. It looks like so. I think he'll be key. But obviously, those three deeps. I guess yeah. finally wrapping up on the three deeps um, with with uh, defensive tackles. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think another thing to mention just about those 
two Parker brothers. And then Davis is then also with the luxury of having four veteran guys ahead of them is that yeah. I think they're all four players of high upside and could eventually grow into really solid players here at the University of Washington. Uh, and they'll have the opportunity to, like you said, maybe not so much Linus Davis this year, but the Parkers will have their opportunity to get like their opportunities to flash and have playing time, but with, without having to, I guess, do it down to down, if that makes sense. So yeah, overall, I think it's a deep room with players that bring high upside. And if you're able to get a few of them to pop at any time, then you have just like that, a solid defensive line group. <laughs> It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day, in the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount Plus.